Welcome back to the Mustang Mach E podcast. I'm your host, Darren. This week's episode, we're going to speak about a couple of things sales records, deliveries in Europe, praise for the Mach E GT, uh, battery developments, and in our comparison section, we're going to talk about the new Kia EV6. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Mustang Mach-E podcast. Again, I'm your host, Darren Hubbard. We're going to talk Mustang Mach-E today. A couple of interesting tidbits to hit the news this week. First off, uh, some sales records hit so far year-to-date, and year-to-date is the period between January 1 and April 30th. Ford was able to move 8,565 copies of the Mustang Mach-E to consumers. And overall, according to a story on CarBuzz, they were able to boost actually gas-powered Mustang sales by 50% um, in that same period. So huge demand for both the EV and the the standard Mustang. I guess all the, the press and, and all the buzz is really... Um, impacting the brand in a positive way. Uh, it's good to see that. It's good to see momentum carrying on. And I think that momentum is only going to build uh, as the we reported last week, the ordering for the GT is available. And so, you know, it's sold out. Basically, it's <laughs> 2021 model year run uh, on the first day. And so right now, if you're if you place an order, you're looking to receive one in about 24 to 26 weeks, which basically puts you squarely at the end of the year, uh, you know, November uh, to December timeframe, which I think was going to solidly put you into the next model year. Um, In any case, uh, if you do place that order, uh, the other thing that you're going to see actually, if you go to the site this week is a a modest $500 price increase uh, for the um, the rest of the year and for the foreseeable future on the Mustang Mach-E as demand spikes and, you know, components, uh, kind of dry up when we're still facing a global chip shortage, um, that is impacting a lot of manufacturers. I think Ford is starting to price that into the, the price of the vehicles. And so you'll, you'll see that. Also in delivery news, um, deliveries in Europe have really started to take take place, uh, you know, including in one of the hottest EV markets in the world, which is Norway. The first batch of cars uh, were delivered there. And if you're following uh, a Mach-E hashtag on Instagram, for example, you see a lot of deliveries coming in from overseas, a lot of uh, individual owners posting up pictures of their new, newly delivered vehicles. And so that's good, good to see. Uh, a lot of comparisons this week for the Mach E uh, Mustang Mach E GT to its actual to its gas powered, uh, you know, sort of corporate brother or sister, depending on on how you look at it, sibling, corporate sibling. Um, while it cost roughly uh, twenty thousand dollars more than its gas powered sibling, uh, performance is very similar and actually is is higher in a lot of respects uh, for the GT to the the internal combustion powder, ice-powered uh, Mustang GT. Um, the current version uh, that is selling very well is the the Mach 1 edition, which gives you sort of the, the exterior 
um, some of the exterior and some of the, the smaller performance details of the GT350 and GT500, but with the standard uh, 5 liter V8 engine. Um, you know, so it compares favorably to that and actually beats it in a couple of, uh, of respects. And so it's good to see, um, we, you know, be great if they could get the price more competitive. Uh, but you know, we all understand that at this point in the game, EVs are going to be more expensive than their, their internal combustion power, uh, equivalents. Uh, but you know, we hope that those price differentials will go down, uh, over time. Uh, one of the things that Ford is trying to do to make sure that that happens is they've made a couple of announcements and some key investments uh, in just that, driving the price down and increasing the technology. They have uh, announced that they've basically devoted $185 million to setting up its own uh, in-house battery development unit, uh, which I think is probably a precursor to them starting to manufacture their own cells eventually. Um, they're setting up a unit uh, in the Detroit area to focus on EV and battery, uh, battery R&D uh, in specific, uh, which I think is a signal that they're going to start to, over time, uh, try to develop their own cells in-house uh, rather than depending on exclusively on uh, suppliers uh, for that, that, that job. Uh, and then in another announcement... Ford and actually BMW both invested into a solid state battery startup uh, located in Colorado called Solid Power. Uh, and the bet there is that solid state batteries with their more advanced technology in terms of being able to be more energy dense uh, at lower weights and then also having uh, fewer uh, rare earth metals and, and materials so that the construction costs can be a little bit cheaper. Um, they're hoping that that will allow and enable both lighter cars uh, with similar ranges or uh, cars at the same weight with longer ranges uh, at the same price or even at re reduced prices over time. Um, again, these are investments in, in startup companies. And so we don't expect to see solid state batteries coming to market, you know, in the in the near term in terms of the, you know, the next year, year and a half. But over a three year window, we could start to see those solid state batteries really showing up in a big way. Uh, I had reported before that Toyota is also making investments in solid state batteries. So I think that the the industry will likely pivot to those uh, as the technology improves and gets more stable and cheaper uh, to manufacture uh, over time. So uh, we'll, we'll keep watching that. And so in our other news, or actually in our car comparison section today, uh, we want to do, we want to start the comparison with the Mustang Mach-E to the Kia EV6. Um, a lot of information about the Kia EV6 is, is coming out uh, we talked about a little bit um, we, when we talked about its sister vehicle, the uh, Kona, I'm sorry, the Hyundai uh, Ioniq 6 uh, vehicle uh, that has been released over in Korea already. And I think we'll start to make its way to the U.S. very shortly here. And so this is going to be Kia's first dedicated electric vehicle. 
and it's already blowing the doors off of uh, sales expectations. They've got basically 7,300 reservations, um, and over 26,000 people have already indicated a strong level of interest in terms of making a purchase. And so, you know, that's big numbers for them. Um, they So they literally uh, are announcing this in Europe probably first, um, you know, and they haven't really even started production yet. So this is this is kind of uncharted territory for Kia. I don't think they've ever had a car that actually generated this kind of buzz. So, you know, they're kind of in uncharted territory. But, I mean, the car on the specs alone, it's it seems pretty amazing. So, and I think it's going to be one of the closest competitors to the Mustang Mach-E once it's released. So they've got standard range and an extended range battery pack. The 58 kilowatt hour battery is the standard, and then the 77 kilowatt hour is going to be in the long range, and it'll be available both in rear wheel or all wheel drive. And then they're also going to have, you know, a nice feature set, very similar to the Hyundai Ionic in terms of the technology, um, you know, the, the functionality in terms of the, the packaging. So it is a crossover SUV style uh, with you know, ample cargo room. And I think they will include also that uh, vehicle to load feature that is so uh, popular or, you know, very well received in the, the Hyundai. The one difference between the Kia and the Hyundai is that the Kia is going to have a GT trim. And that trim is one of the ones that we're most excited about to see because it does map favorably to the Mustang Mach-E GT. And so they're looking at that to have uh, to be available on all-wheel drive only, 576 horsepower, 538 pounds of torque. Uh, very similar numbers, you know, more horsepower but less torque than the Mustang Mach-E GT, uh, but a 0-60 time uh, of 3.5 seconds and a top speed of 161. And so that... Um, those numbers really do uh, compare favorably. So we're looking to see when they're going to open up orders for uh, the EV6 in the U.S. Uh, to really get an idea of what the pricing is going to look like, because that'll be the the thing that'll be the you know sort of determinant. My gut tells me that it's going to come in a little lower than the Mustang Mach E GT, but it's hard to tell, um, you know, because this will be. Uh, much like the Mustang Mach-E, this is Kia's first purpose-built, um, dedicated EV uh, vehicle. You know, their other EVs have all been sort of adaptations in terms of a sole uh, EV that they have right now. So, yeah, it's definitely an exciting time to be in the electric car market. Lots of new vehicles coming out. Um Lots of interesting choices. I mean, style-wise, design-wise, tech-wise. I mean, there's just so much that you can look at. I mean, and when you look at the interior of this uh, Kia EV6, I mean, it is very, very cool. There's some, I mean, very well-articulated seats, high, you know, heavy bolsters. It looks like it's going to have that same kind of movable console that the Hyundai Ionic has as well. Um, nice wraparound uh, dash with two 12-inch screens. 
uh, but still some physical buttons for some of your climate. So yeah, it definitely something to take a look at uh, once they're going to be available. Um, and it's definitely, I think, a interesting option um, or a competitor uh, to the Mustang Mach-E GT and, and actually all the, the Mustang Mach-E's. So yeah, definitely exciting time. We'll keep watching this as there's more information available. Um, but that's going to do it for us this week. Thanks again for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast if you like what we're doing. Uh, we're going to keep coming at you every week with new news and different comparisons to uh, the Mustang Mach-E uh, and the other electric vehicles out there on the market. And so, again, thanks for listening. We'll see you again.